Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. We are very excited for today's episode, the last episode of season one, where Ariana and I are going to reflect back on this season and talk about some of our favorite moments. Neither of us are aware of what questions are being asked, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Don't worry, while this is the last episode of the season, season two will be on shortly. So, let's get started. Gabrielle, based on our past interviews, which profession or career do you see most fit for you and why? So, that's a really good question. I think I would say probably one of the careers in health or medicine. So, either a PA or a type of doctor. What about you? So, I agree initially before we started the podcast i was having some doubts of becoming a doctor because i didn't think i'd be able to manage a career and a family so after interviewing some of these medical professionals it was really rewarding to learn about all of the different aspects of their career and how they are truly able to manage um their family and their passion so Yeah, so I'd probably do something in medicine. I'm thinking ophthalmology or neurosurgery. That's very interesting. And what would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned from the interviews? So this is always a hard question because I get asked it all the time. Honestly, there are so many things I've learned. So a key takeaway is just not to be cliche or anything, but really follow your dreams because I... Like I said, I was having doubts about my dreams and my passion. But if you work hard enough, anything is truly achievable. And after interviewing all these like amazing women and seeing how much they worked towards their profession, how they went through their schooling process, how they didn't give up when times were hard, how rewarding they were. It really showed me that I have to work as hard as they do. Right. I think I learned that nothing that's really rewarding doesn't come without hard work and there's really no easy way to reach the goal that you want or that profession that you want I I definitely agree I agree and so back to our last question did our interviews change your initial thoughts on the career in the med like in the medical field I think anything changed but I definitely did learn a lot that I hadn't previously known Mm -hmm. that's true I've, yeah, I agree. Besides, as I said, it confirmed my desire to become a doctor. Um, but it was also eye-opening to learn about how much you could do as a PA. Honestly, beforehand, I really didn't know how successful a PA could really be. Learning that Ilani is able to have her whole, her own business and have her whole right. own, like, um how do I say it? Like, like brand. Brand, yeah, exactly. It, it was just so cool for me to see, and I honestly looked into it. I found out it wasn't for me. I did do further research into it, and that's, like, the beauty of our podcast. It allows me, it opens my mind to things that I haven't considered earlier. When we learned about lawyers, I was thinking maybe in the back of my head, maybe I'll become a lawyer instead of a doctor. And right. I was like, oh, maybe this isn't for me When once we did our interview. Not that anything about being a lawyer is bad, but it just, I didn't see it, like, fit with all of my deepest desires. Once and you learned. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I learned that you should follow your dreams, and it wasn't my dream. It was just a plan that I thought of in my head, but it wasn't something I really wanted to do. And on that, what do you think was the most surprising thing that you learned 
So I actually have this question for you, and I was really did I really didn't want to you to ask me it because I so many things were so shocking for me to learn. It's like really hard to pinpoint one. Um, I think just learning about the schooling process of all of these careers was really shocking. Yeah, I knew everybody does four years undergrad, and I knew that you go to grad, grad school. school yeah, yeah, but I never knew how. Let's say you segue into your real career some programs offer you internships because you could learn it later turn into jobs and others like you need to fend for yourself so i never had any clue on how this worked it's not like i talked to my parents about their business i never spoke to them about how they managed to land the jobs that they had i just always like it was just Mm -hmm. empty in my mind so it was really shocking to learn how the process worked and what do you think is the most important thing that you learned throughout interviewing, but also formulating questions and just speaking with these women? So I am always one to talk. I love talking, but it was always hard for me to talk to adults or professionals. Yeah, in my classroom, I could raise my hands and talk a lot, but having these professional conversations with all of these successful women really made me more brave to be and like made me orate my words better like the way I communicate with others is a lot better and I know that this is something that you experience as well what is the most shocking thing you learned when doing the podcast Hmm. so I think I'm going to talk about when we interviewed Gabby Paws, the tennis player. So she is my tennis coach. And, you know, when I'm having lessons with her, I I don't think I really see that side to her. Like when she was talking about all the struggles that she went through and all of that, that was definitely a shock to me because, yeah, I know her and I work with her, but I never saw that side to her. And it was so interesting to see how, how much she really did have to overcome to reach her goals and how she had to be independent and she had to go to tournaments by herself and she had to push through and one mistake would be a big mistake to her whereas to someone else it might have been smaller so that was definitely very shocking to me it was also shocking to me I'm not the athletic type I (laughs) I don't play many sports but I really didn't know anything of what it was like and learning about how she was a professional tennis player was really just eye-opening I never knew anything about it so What's your question? (laughs) So do you think about the future differently now that we've gotten so much insight from different women? Definitely, definitely. So I always, I'm an anxious person, so I always fear the future. It's the number one thing I do. I sit there thinking about how my past actions impacted the future, and it was really hard for me to really live in the moment. So as a 10th grader, 11th grader, the amount of pressure you have to uh, when you're applying to college, when you're getting a career, when you're picking a career, when you're picking a major, will this work with my career? And that was always just a shocking thing. And I tried to suppress that. I really did. I tried to remove all the intimidation from it. But this allowed me to be more comfortable in my future and more comfortable in my past and live in the present. So now I'm no longer feeling the, fearing the future. I'm excited to go on to bigger things. I'm excited to go to college. I'm excited to become a professional, to have a family. It's just like right. so Instead amazing Instead of being for me. afraid, you're, you're now excited because you've gotten so much insight and also so much good advice from women who went through it themselves. I think that's definitely, definitely 
was very comforting to me knowing that now we've spoken to women who've gone through it and we get to hear their advice what they would change what they wouldn't change and and that was definitely information that I'll keep for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and who would you love to interview next and why I would definitely want to interview an author Aran and I both love reading and I think Gabrielle actually got me into reading. I hated reading so much, but Gabrielle would push me each and every day. Please just read a book, read a book, read a book. And I would ignore her every single time. And she said, just do me a favor, read this one book and then get back to me. And I ended up loving reading. So another thing, just try what you're scared of. Right. And so, yeah, I would definitely want to interview an author, maybe one that I guess gears more towards our audience. So we'd have to ask, you know, the listeners what type of author they would want, what genre. Yeah, an author is definitely one I want to do. What about you? So we have interviewed the vice mayor of Hollywood, but I would love to interview another politician, um, Candace Owens. She's also an author. She has two kids. She's really just an impressive lady, and I would love to learn more about her. And she's also very good at voicing her opinion and I would love to know more about how to do that and how to go about creating change so she's just someone that really inspires me each and every day and I would love to get the chance to interview her and so let's talk about some of your favorite moments from the podcast what do you think is one moment that really stuck out to you that's such a hard question should I go first yeah (laughs) so I think that Obviously, all of our podcasts definitely had moments themselves and were all amazing. But one that really stuck out to me was when we did the interview at the Holocaust Documentation and Education Center. Why I think it stuck out so much was because while we were talking with Mrs. Kenningsberg and learning about all that she did for Holocaust survivors and for the center, we really got to be sitting there. And I think that was a big change we've never got to do that before we usually are filming our podcast at the studio and it was de- it was just such a great experience i mean sitting there see- looking around seeing photos seeing artwork seeing artifacts from the holocaust and hearing how she made such a difference and how she's continuing to teach children today and and people today about the holocaust it was definitely so so amazing for me it definitely stuck out a lot. Yeah, I I really agree. That was a really good. I couldn't have said it better. The on another thing, just to add on to that, it was just really cool to see um, my grandmother in a different light. I've never really spoken to her so much about her career or about her really, and it was so amazing to just know that I could be with someone all the time and know very little about them so I literally it was very cool for me a hundred percent and also the fact that that was our first video recorded and audio recorded podcast it was intimidating to go into there and sit there and talk on camera with three cameras facing us and it was a lot of pressure but I think we handled it so well and it, it just went so well it was definitely an experience that I'll never forget a podcast I will never forget that's true which career did you find most difficult work-life balance and what would be a piece of advice that you would give to someone who is aspiring 
to become this job? I think I would say probably a lawyer or a clinical psychologist. She was talking about how after she completes a full day's work, she has to go and she has to do billing and she has to go through all that paperwork and how sometimes it's hard for her to make it home after a full day's work at like six o'clock at night to go home to her children. So that was definitely something that I saw was challenging, especially at the beginning when you're switching, when she switched to have her own practice. But I think honestly, every woman we interviewed, it's a struggle to balance both work and family life. And so I wouldn't say there's one in particular. And what advice I would give, I don't know what advice I would give. So yeah, that that podcast really did stick out to me when I was hearing all the podcasts. Really, I heard a lot of the struggle that when you're at work, sometimes you're thinking, oh, what if what would it be like to be with my family right now? What do they need right now? And obviously, that will always be a struggle for a woman in the workforce, even a man in the workforce, everybody. But the thing that stuck out to me is just how well these women manage time. Dr. Septimus, for example, wakes up early in the morning, gets her her workout in, helps her kids go to school. And all these women really emphasize the fact that either in the morning or in the night, they take some time for themselves, which is just such an important thing to do because you want to make sure that your mental health is prioritized as well. You don't want to just put too much on yourself, stress yourself out too much. And... I'm not exactly one to preach this because I love giving myself too much to do sometimes and it's a little overbearing, but this was really rewarding for me to learn about how all of these women who actually have professions, I just go to school, but these women work all day, every day, and they still manage to spend time with their family. They still manage to have some time for themselves. It's not just work 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 right and so back to the advice i think the advice we took away from those women is you might have so much on your plate but not to sacrifice yourself for your job and for your family because yourself you need to prioritize your wants and your needs as well and so when dr septimus was talking about how she takes tennis lessons and she makes time to work out in the morning that definitely stuck out to me that's something i actually remembered and so that advice she get she actually gave I would probably give that advice too. You know, when you feel overwhelmed, sometimes it's good to take time for yourself and for your needs and for your wants. And what, how would you say that you've grown from the beginning of season one to the end as an interviewer? Okay, so at the beginning of season one, I have never really done a professional interview before. Yeah, I've done names, not numbers. I've done some projects for school, but sitting down in a studio asking a woman I've never met questions was very scary, honestly. I also, I didn't know how to formulate the proper questions. We, it was a little difficult to segue into certain topics. We had to take some more breaks. We had to, right. I was also very nervous like the whole time. But the more and more we do this, the better I am at talking to people, the better I am at imagining further questions to ask, the better I am at accepting and listening to what they're saying at the same time as preparing for my next question. So while at the beginning, I still do think that we did a pretty good job. I think that our first episode was great. Right. But I think I've, as an interviewer, I've learned a lot about time management, about formulating questions, about speaking in general. It was just about not being nervous. It's so our podcast really has changed 
my life and the way I live my life. A hundred percent. I feel the same way. I think that in the beginning, I I had an idea. I wanted to interview these women. I wanted to learn about their careers. But now that we're so far into it, it comes much natural, like much more natural to me. And also, I know going into the interviews, I'm like, this is what I want to ask. This is what I want to get out of this interview. This is what I want not only me to learn, but our listeners to learn. And I think we spend a lot more time researching the women. We have much more insightful questions than we did at the beginning because we're much more skilled now at asking questions and prepping for interviews. So I think that's definitely how we've grown. I totally agree. And what advice would you give to girls like ourselves now that we've had the opportunity to learn so much from our podcast? So I would really give the advice that we've learned from all these women that a lot of them didn't expect to see themselves where they are now. So never like think that you need to know exactly what you're doing at all times. It's like you said, it's all a journey. And I would also, I also think it's so important to remember that as we said before, the hardships are always going to be there. It's what you learn from them and what, what you take away from them that matters. So if if something goes wrong, don't look at that as a setback. It's it's actually setting you forward. Now you know what you can do, what you can do, and how to get closer to your goal. And keep in mind, the goal, the target is always moving. You don't always have a set target. So you can work your way around things and may not you may not got there when you thought you were, but don't make that a setback. A lot of people that we've interviewed has like have had different ideas in their mind, different thoughts, and in the end, they're all successful. I, I would 100% hands down agree that every single woman we've interviewed are successful women. They're successful with their family. They're successful with their, their career. career. They're successful in all areas of their life. Yeah, they as they all have said, they all have hardships. Everybody does. So don't let that set you back. Always think of your hardships as a step forward. A hundred percent. I think the advice that I would give is this all started from a question. And our question was, you know, how can we do it all? How can we balance our family with our career? And how do we pick a career? And so my advice for girls like us is if you have a question to go out and to find those answers, because there's no time like the present. I mean, we started this because we had a simple question and look what it's turned into. Look how much we've learned from this process. Not only have we found answers and or guidance for our questions, but we've also learned how to run a podcast, how to brand on social media, how to edit videos and how to edit audio. And so much has came out of just a small question and a small idea. And we've been able to make an impact on so many women. As you know, I mean, we've had people say, we listen to your podcast and now I know what I wanna do. Now I've chosen a career and it's been such a helpful tool for me because I've been able to listen to this and also how you know, young women are trying to get in touch with the women that come on our podcast saying, oh, I loved that woman and now I want to go and reach out to her myself and ask her questions that I have that you guys didn't touch on and I think that that was definitely definitely be the advice that I would give is just go after what you want and don't be afraid 
to yeah never be afraid right like it is a little it was a little scary starting a podcast not knowing anything about anything not knowing how to edit a podcast not know how to formulate questions not knowing anything it was really scary to be to begin with but it's honestly just such a rewarding thing that we have and I think me and Gabrielle spend so much time talking about our podcast it's not that we record and it's done and we know Right. We we discuss this for hours on end, and it's just such a great tool. And another thing that Gabrielle touched on, which I want to elaborate on, never suppress your questions. There's no such thing as a dumb question. I was told there's no such thing as a dumb question, and then people would make fun of my questions because I was always a curious child. So go after what your question is. We, we turned a question into a whole entire podcast right. with numerous episodes, and we learned so much. There's not one question that you can't learn so much from. So just never be afraid. Go it out. Go after it, like Gabrielle said. 100%. And what feedback have you gotten from your family or your friends about the podcast that you want to share? So thankfully, Gabrielle and I are very accepting of criticism. So... We always open up the table. Anyone have any feedback, any negative, positive feedback? Thank God we've received a lot of positive feedback. But sometimes there are certain questions that we didn't hit on. So we make a note of that and we'll formulate a new question next time. For next time, yeah. Yeah, and then another thing is some people to ask me and Gabrielle all the time, why didn't you, why don't you guys talk more? And to be honest, this episode is for us to talk. We are voicing our opinion and that's clear. But when we're going into our interviews, it's not to share with our audience about ourselves. Because as much as we could be interesting, um, they're the professionals here. We are trying to learn from them. I don't think for a minute I can teach you about becoming a doctor because I am not a doctor. Yeah, I learned so much on the podcast. I can regurgitate that information towards you. But it's all a matter of opinion. But when it comes from the professional themselves and they're skilled and knowledgeable on the topic, I think that it's a lot more rewarding for our audience to hear. So About them and their perspective and their yeah. life. Right, 100%. And how has co-hosting this podcast impacted your life? In the lessons that I learned from these women and actually this is this is actually something that I very much take away from each episode one of the questions that we ask to each woman who each of the women that come onto our podcast we always ask them what is a book that you recommend for inspiration or knowledge and every time one of them they give a recommendation for a book I, the first thing I do is I always go and I buy that book. And I think that the books that they've recommended have made an impact on my life. And though it may have been a small one, each of those books have been amazing and they always resonate with me. And so I, I think that's one of my... Another thing is, it's so interesting and revealing to see that all of these books really go along with the messages that the interviewees send. Right. Like... Every single woman, I don't think we've ever had a book repeated. And Mm -hmm. each one of those books kind of represent that woman in a way. So it's really cool to see as well. And the excitement they have when they're sharing their book. Half the time, if we're doing a Zoom interview, you see them turning around to their library and being like, oh, it's this book. Right, yeah. So it's really funny. It's really cool to see it. And it's also 
made me think, what's my favorite book? So now doing this, I start reading more books. about yourself. Yeah, right? and thinking about myself and thinking about what I truly value. And it's so cool that these women know, hands down, exactly right away what they value and what their most like important form of inspiration is. Right. So what would you say that you're most excited about for season two? So I'm really excited because we already have so much knowledge right now. We already have interviewed so many women. So I think as interviewers, we're a lot better. We're a lot more skilled. So going into a season, like not nervous at all, excited for the future. As I said before, like that's one of the biggest things that have changed in my life. I'm no longer nervous about my future. I'm excited and look forward to it each and every single day. So the fact that I'm excited for our next interviews is a big step for me. I'm no longer right. nervous. It's like very cool for me. And I'm also excited to hear about all the different women. I'm not going to spoil them because they're surprises, but <laughs> we're interviewing some really cool women and some careers I would have never thought of for myself. Right. And I'm just excited to hear their point of view, even though I know I'm already not going to do it. I just want to know. And I also want to share in my audience for like... Each episode we do, even though the career may not be fit for me, the fact that I'm helping another person either choose a career or narrow down their careers and having people have more availabilities to, for something that resonates with them because not everyone wants to be a doctor, not everyone wants to be a lawyer, not everyone wants to be an interior designer, not everyone has to, wants the same yeah. profession. So having all these information, having all these like interviews we're giving women more options to choose from. And right. that's really rewarding for me to see that we're able to help our audience in even more ways than we ever thought we could. If we could go back in time and change something about our podcast, would it, what would it be? And would you change anything? So that's a good question. Would I change anything? I think I'm going to say I wouldn't change anything because this whole process, yeah, you know, in the beginning we weren't great interviewers and we weren't asking the questions. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, I wish I can go back to that interview and ask this question because now I'm, I'm wondering. Sometimes I'll think about it on, on my own time. I'm like, I wish I can go back and ask Bhatia that question. And so as much as... I wish I can go back and ask that. At the same time, I know that what I know now all stemmed from what we had at the beginning. And so I, I wouldn't change anything. I about agree. You? I really wouldn't change anything. It was all a learning experience. And like I said, all the setbacks that you think are setbacks are always a step forward. So none of them were setbacks. They were all learning experiences, even if we did something wrong. And yeah, it, sometimes I'm seating in my room. Why didn't I ask that question? Right. But you know what? Now I have their contact information and I could just shoot them a text whenever and I have do, a question. We do. And yeah, we do. And that's such another good tool to have. And on that, what would you say is your goal or goals for season two? So my goal would probably be to ask the most insightful questions possible. Because some questions are yes or no answers. Some questions reveal maybe a tad bit of a story. So I want to be able to formulate the questions that can cover the most amount of information that is necessary for my viewers to hear. So that's one thing. Another goal I probably have would 
I don't know. I think I've hit a lot of my goals in season one. Mm-hmm. So it's a little hard to look for more goals in season two. But goals, new goals formulate every day. So maybe I'll let you know in the future. So I think that my goal for season two would definitely be to grow our social media. Oh, I agree. Totally. Yeah, I, I think we can definitely improve on that. So that would definitely be a goal. I think another goal would be to get our viewers, our listeners, more involved in the podcast. We love to hear feedback, and we want to know what guests do you want to hear? What professions are you interested in? And so maybe a part of season two can be including our listeners more in our podcast and and hearing their feedback because that's definitely, definitely something that I'm very interested in and I definitely want to know. And don't worry, neither of us are afraid of criticism. We love criticism. We take it from each other, from our families all the time. And as much as people are shy or scared of criticism, it's actually such a blessing to have because it's, you think yourself a totally different, like everybody has a totally, everybody has a totally different perspective on your life. So what you may think is amazing, another person may think is horrible. But yeah. combining other combining all ideas into one like outcome is just so rewarding, honestly. We asked many of our interviewees what their favorite book or productivity tool was. Have you given any of these a try? And if so, what was your favorite? So you mentioned that you love the books, but now tell us which one was your favorite and which productivity tool was your favorite. So we just interviewed a woman, a woman, part of season two, actually. So I'm not going to reveal who it was. And she was talking about how she uses like a big calendar to write down her thing, write down her events, what she has coming up. And so that I definitely took took in my mind. And I went afterwards and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a calendar, too. I'm going I'm to get a big one for my room so I can write down my things and see them and they're not on my phone so I'm spending less time looking at my phone calendar because usually I put everything into my phone calendar it's always flooding and so I was like that's a great idea so I think she said that that was her productivity tool so that's true so I did the same thing went on Amazon ordered one um I always had a planner sometimes I go through a phase where I love my planner and I plan every little intricate detail in it and then I throw it out and I forget about it so Having a giant one in your room, you can't forget about. So that was really rewarding to learn about. Okay, this one's, I love this question. So so if you had a prospective woman in the workforce, someone, someone who wanted to go into the workforce, and they were only able to have one piece of advice, one thing to help them for their future, what would you tell them? I would tell them to listen to Be the Blank Your Mom on today. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying from I'm our joking, audience, like one, one, mm. like. That's a good question. What's one piece of advice I would tell them? Probably that if they're going to pick something, it should be something that they love. I think that's something we've learned throughout the podcast. One of the women, they said to us, you know, if you pick something that you love, then you don't work a day in your life. And that's something that resonated with me. Don't pick something because you want I think we need to put that quote on social media. Love it. So don't pick something because you want to make someone else happy or because you think that's a good career, makes you look like, 
any reason, don't pick it for any other reason, then I love that career and I see myself doing that and I see myself being successful and happy when I'm doing that. And so I would definitely, definitely tell them that. Yeah, I've been asked before what advice I would give to someone trying to start a podcast. And the same thing always goes. We genuinely wanted to learn about women in the workforce. As much as people could say that wasn't our intention. Yeah, it, it really was. And the fact that we're both passionate about it makes it that much better. So instead of dreading going to the podcast every single time, no matter what the career, if I haven't even put a thought in my mind towards that career... I am so excited to go and learn about these women. It's just, I learn more and more every day, and it's so rewarding, honestly. I feel like we've learned throughout the podcast that knowledge is power. So true. And that you never know too much. You're never learning too much. And you might think that, oh, this career's off the table. But then you might go and you might speak to that woman, and you're like, wow, I didn't even know that. Now I'm, I might consider that, and that's another beautiful thing about this, is that we're interviewing women in careers that are, you know, some of them are not ones we would even think about, or not even, not generic careers, they're different, and they're fun, and they're interesting, and that's, that's also another part that makes doing the podcast so interesting. And we've asked some of the women what, are some books they recommend and what the first and last hour of their day looks like what about you so book wise i'm currently reading a book about a neurosurgeon forgot the exact name when i find out i will text it to you right away but um what does the first and last hour of my day look like i'll be 100 percent honest with you it's a little hectic first hour of my day right now in the summer are you asking in the summer or during the school year? Summer. Okay. So I wake up 15 minutes before I need to leave the house. So it's a little bit stressful. I rush. I get dressed. I go to work. And the last hour of my day pretty much involves me unwinding. So I do stay up pretty late doing work. And no matter what, no matter how late I'm staying up, even if it's 2 in the morning, I will spend at least 30 minutes watching a TV show, reading a book, doing something that makes me calm, relaxed, anything. Sometimes I am too stressed that I sit down, I look up a YouTube video of yoga, and I start doing it in my room at 2 in the morning. Doesn't matter. I do. do spend 30 minutes at least just for myself to unwind at the right. end of my day, which is really rewarding for me. I also think this isn't the first or the last hour of my day, but every day I do take time for exercise, which I think is something that I recommend for everybody. You do want to take care of yourself because we just interviewed someone. I don't know if we're there in this season, so I don't think I'm going to talk about who it is. Right. But they told me that you can't do anything you wanted if you're not healthy. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Right. What do you think was the most common challenge amongst our interviewees so i think this goes back to the main point of our podcast especially the women that we interviewed who were mothers and who had a family their common challenge was am i there for my kids enough do i have to make sacrifices that was a that was a common theme and mrs kenningsburg she especially spoke on the fact that 
you're always going to have to make sacrifices in your life if you're working and you have a family. And that family comes first. I think that was a common theme throughout the, the different women. As much as their career was important to them, their family was always first. So true. So every podcast I learned about prioritizing and sacrifices, as you said. And I always struggled with prioritizing. And this is one thing that this podcast has really taught me to do. Sacrifices are going to have to be made no matter what. Whether that means no going on your phone, it doesn't matter. Like, it could be the dumbest thing in the world. You're going to have to make a sacrifice sooner or later because to accomplish what you want, it takes sacrifices. What do you recommend that our listeners do to overcome their challenges? So I think I would say that you have to face your challenges head on. I know specifically I'm going to relate it back to the podcast, of course, that we did have challenges in the beginning. It was very hard to sit down and even put five questions on a paper that we wanted to ask. It was hard to write them down, to voice what we wanted to say. And now look, look. Now we have struggles cutting down questions. Yeah, we make too many. So that 100%, like just face your challenges. Just if you are struggling with something, obviously I'm talking about, you know, the smaller things. But if you're struggling with something internally and you just have to you have to be stronger than your challenges, a hundred percent. And just totally face them. agree. Going back to our earlier questions, what does the first and last hour of your day look like? <laughs> hmm. What does the first and last hour of my day look like? So obviously Ariane and I, best friends but completely opposites. She rushes, I'm the opposite. I definitely don't rush. So I wake up pretty early, I would say, and I'm very slow in the morning. So the first hour of my day, I don't know, I'm just relaxing. And then the last hour of my day, I try to not be on my phone for the last hour of my day. Read or, you know, relax. So that's definitely something that I make sure to always do because I also find it, like, hard to fall asleep when you have so much going on in your mind with your phone and yeah that goes back to my earlier message make sure you're taking time for yourself to relax and unwind never like never go to bed being afraid of what tomorrow brings what do you think has allowed our podcast to be so successful i think our passion and our drive to learn more is the reason we're so successful people do well and in if you enjoy what you're doing and you're not doing it just to do it right you're gonna have a better time so the fact that we enjoy it makes it possible for our listeners to enjoy it imagine we were sitting there bored of our interviewee we would never be able to accomplish what we have accomplished and i think that the fact that we care so much about what our listeners think and helping them is also another point of our success because there's never a moment where I'm not thinking about helping my listeners. And the amount of joy it brings me to hear that we helped someone is astronomical. Right. I never, like, opening my phone to a comment, a DM, a text message, speaking to someone about it and saying, you know what? I never considered that career. Thank you so much for showing it to me. You know what? I had I struggled picking between a PA and a doctor, and you told me you solidified my decision that I wanted to become a doctor. Things like that is just honestly so rewarding. So, yeah, those two things, the fact that we're passionate and the fact that we care about our listeners. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I also think that our work ethic, we're definitely always thinking, like, how can we make it better? What can we do? Also, our drive to just always be better and to learn more, like, just, like, going on to what you were saying, just the fact that we are always looking to be better and to do better and to grow our podcast and to get more listeners and to inspire more women. That's definitely what makes all of this worth it. So thank you guys so much for listening and thank you to all of our listeners. We really thank you because you guys are really our inspiration to keep moving. And I just wanted to say if any of you guys ever have any questions don't hesitate to reach out for to us we love answering questions and also if you have any feedback we don't like how you phrase these sort of questions can you ask this question we don't like the way you speak on this topic things like that we like me and gabrielle both said we value learning more and we also value getting better so Just tell us. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really had a fun time. Yes, 100%. And for all the the listeners, we really do. We we want your feedback. And if there's something that you want to know that we're not touching on or if there's a specific career that you want to learn about, reach out. Our DMs are open. Our our emails are always open. And we're always here. We want to learn. And we want to hear your criticism and your feedback. I've never learned so much in my life as I have from these 11 women we've interviewed. 100%. 100%. Right. So thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for season two. It's going to be so exciting. And check us out on Instagram at Be The Blank Podcast. See you soon.